Take it What's away. up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the You're Right Podcast. This is episode 24? Yeah. Episode 24. Um, why I sound question, we're filming multiple podcasts in a day. Because Jamie's leaving. So yeah, because gonna... when I go away for engineering, we're hoping to just kind of keep a consistent schedule. Um, I'm Jamie. You're joined by your co-host, PK. And yep. we've got a and guest got on. Sean. Sean. Sean's brother. We put him in a time machine. No, nah, we put him at Sean in a time machine. And this is him like five years later. No, that's cringe. No, we just got Sean's brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Sean's brother. Fuck being Sean. Better, better than Sean. So, yeah, uh, this is Ro. Introduce yourself, my man. Or oh, I kind of already did it for you, but talk about yourself. <clears throat> so, my name's Rohit. Uh, people call me Ro. And I'm Sean's older brother. Where did you go to school? Straight to the point. So I went... <laughs> I feel like I'm at a fucking job interview right now. So. <laughs> nah. Uh, I went to Avondale from year 9 to year 11. And then Waitak from year 12 to year 13. Oh shit, so did you go at the same time as Phoenix? Didn't you go to Waitak? Fuck, what? I thought you went to Waitak. No. Oh, who went to Waitak? I didn't even live in West Auckland you're like You're like 22, oh. aren't you? I'm 22, 20, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm shit. I'm like three years older than him. Yeah. Oh, shit. I it would have been the same year. Oh, I went to Salwyn College in Mission Bay. Oh, oh you went all the way out there? I I'm, I'm terrible there, yeah. with school oh, names, I'm going to be real. I'm terrible with names in general. No, that's alright. Nah, West Auckland has hella, like, hearty high schools. Just get run bucks. Yo. So how was your weekend, bro? Yeah, not bad. Get up too much? Got on the piss. Got on the piss? Yeah. Sounds like Just like every weekend, to be honest. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Anything special about this piss? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a bit of a suspicious yeah. question there, Phoenix. <laughs> nah, I just... Got on Christmas nights. Yeah. Had work Sunday. So. You're no, working yeah. at Shosha now, eh? Yeah. How are you finding Shosha? It's alright. Get a few interesting customers coming. Like but, familiar ones too? Yeah, like... Bro, the, weird, the most weirdest thing is, right... Is that, like, I I see people come in mm. that I, like, the last time I saw them was in primary school. Oh, and you get them. Shit. And they come in, I'm just like, oh, you vape? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, also because yeah. the last time you saw them at primary school was also, like, primary school such an innocent place in a way. You yeah, know? So yeah. you, like, you kind of preserve that innocence in your mind in a way because you think, oh, well... Last time I saw them as primary school, so they must like not vape. They probably see me the same way. Like, yeah, oh, they probably think you're you yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like, I'm it. thinking, oh, you vape. They're thinking like, fuck, you work at the place yeah, where I get yeah. my shit from. You <laughs> know, real. do yeah. you get like underage kids trying to come in and like? Oh yeah, all the time, all the time. Any like fake IDs? Bro, this one kid came in. Oh, I don't know about fake IDs because I mean it's hard to tell. Exactly. I mean, if you're a bouncer, you get a lot more fake IDs. But at Shosha, you do get them, but it's kind of. Fake IDs are so well made these days. It's unless you have an ID checker, you have to like put it in this machine. Mm. If you don't have one of those, you can't really tell that, you know, an ID's fake or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a good question I have is, do you ever like, not mo- oh, not in a every day, but like morally, do you feel wrong for like supplying people with their addictions? I know, like, you could use the argument of, like, if you're not going to do it, someone else is going to do it. That's a, qu- that's a good question. I that mean, personally, question. for me, I'd feel bad, like, I, I've wanted to work at Shosha before, but I've come to the morality of, like, I don't really want to do it because I hate vaping myself. I don't want to supply other people with nicotine substances that's going to get them more addicted. 
I would feel bad morally. How do you feel about it? There's, like, different ways to go about that question, to be honest. Because it's just... I feel like it's because vaping is just such a modern type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, liquor stores. It's been around for so long. I'm sure people that work at liquor stores, they don't feel bad about supply. Alcohol is a poison. Yeah, no, no, that's that's something I say every fucking day. People don't realise, and they drink it every single day. Cheers you, to that. Yeah, you know? Cheers, <laughs> mate. Cheers to that. It's fucking... On, I, I, don't, go, I don't drink alcohol. If you go on the poison index, on the literal poison index, alcohol is on there. Mm. And they serve it legally, whereas other substances like marijuana, psychedelics like magic mushrooms that are grown from the ground, which have medical studies that show that are actually, you know... I actually good. saw something Me, about yeah, that, yeah. Well, it's it's good, like magic like, mushrooms. Like microdosing, like uh, magic mushrooms, mushrooms, like... It's, it, it, it's actually a good thing for you. It's not. It's not a bad thing. Microdosing. Yeah. It, well, what people believe as well is through evolution, there's this massive gap of about a million years from where apes turned into humans. It depends on what you believe in um, human evolution, but people believe there's this million year gap where people microdosed on mushrooms, and that's why our brains are so big. But before you go any further, about micro. Well, what does that mean exactly? So microdosing is say I would wake up in the morning and I'd take instead like of little, taking little bits at a time. So oh, a normal yeah, dose, yeah, yeah, a normal yeah, dose yeah. of mushrooms is like three to ten grams on a he- like ten is a really heavy dose, but three is quite a light trip. Yeah, you'd, okay. you'd still experience visuals, but microdosing is like 0.5 grams. So you're not getting the you're not getting the trip effect. But you're getting the enhanced visuals. You're getting the enhanced thinking. You're getting the, all the benefits of magic mushrooms without the tripping. Mm-hmm. Um, and over time, microdose can actually be really good for you. But it can like, also you be know, really bad. You know as Mike well. Tyson? Yeah, he he does microdose. Mm. Does he? Okay. You've got to be really careful with microdosing yeah. though, because if you do it too much, it can also poison your body. Mike, um, the thing is with psilocybin mushrooms that they've got their medicinal benefits. But it's like any substance in this world. You've got to take it with moderation. Otherwise, it's not good for you. If you microdose too much, you'll just go insane because you're poisoning your body. Microdosing is fine to a certain point if you keep it in moderation because it gives you the enhanced... It gives you the enhancements, but if you do it for like two, three years straight... That's pretty fucked, is it? Oh, you'll probably... Uh, you're, you're poisoning your body at that yeah. point you have to be really small with your doses and you have to be very careful not to up them regularly because if you do you start poisoning your body and start turning your microdose mm-hmm. into a normal dosing trip and then you're just tripping every day and that's that's not good for you that's not good for anyone really mm. so yeah it's like alcohol like I just personally I believe that alcohol shouldn't really be sold because it's a poison whereas other things that are naturally grown from this earth like mushrooms and marijuana illegal but they have no actual no no one dies from weed but thousands of people die from alcohol a year why yeah. is that yeah that's true but then you also i mean alcohol isn't it is a poison definitely but then there is that thing of like you know a glass of wine a day is good for your heart so it's not all that bad but it just, it just depends on how much it's all you the drink, moderation like, at the end exactly of the day, yeah. exactly yeah. well because a, a big thing is as well as if you drink a lot of alcohol it stops you from drinking if you're a consistent drinker, if you drink every day, there's been studies showing that it takes you out of your REM cycle. So REM is your deep sleep. REM is your, like, when you go to yeah. sleep, you start off in your um, REM cycle. You start off at the top, and then as you work further into the night, you get into a deep sleep. And you stay at REM sleep for about six to seven hours. And then in the last 30 to 40 minutes of each sleep, you'll come out of that REM cycle and go back in. When you drink alcohol, it disables that part of your brain so it can't go into a REM cycle anymore. So when you consistently <clears throat> drink alcohol that REM cycle starts to bleed over into your day. So that's why a lot of alcoholics will start daydreaming and start getting these weird hallucinations because they haven't had that time in their nighttime when they sleep 
to actually dream. So that chemical was starting to leach over to when they're awake and they start getting these visuals that they, they don't understand. They're like, why the fuck am I seeing these things? But it's withdrawals from alcohol. That's all it is. It's because they and you get the shakes as well. And you get the shakes. Yeah. You can people can die from alcohol withdrawal uh, syndrome because they've been so reliant on this poison. Their body has is growing dependent on this poison for years and years and years. They've stopped. It kills them because their body just can't handle not not having the poison, and then yeah. people just die. It's a big thing for addicts. Like you'll find alcoholics, yeah, go sober after a couple of years. They'll just go cold turkey. They'll just they'll just straight die from the withdrawals because the withdrawals will be too intense for them. They'll just they'll just die. It's it's something it's that scary I, stuff. Well, you don't get that shit from weed, but mm. weed isn't legal and alcohol. Oh, you can go down the yeah. You're you're and die from withdrawals. I'd say, but then they are different. I've heard so many people say, "Oh, you can't get addicted to weed. Oh, there's no withdrawals." Mm. Even that's why there is says, withdrawals, everybody and you says, do get addicted. Yeah. Like everybody not, says that, like, "Oh, yo, bro, PK, try weed. You don't get addicted to it." Like I'm not gonna say nah, there's a certain nah. f- there's a certain family member, mm-hmm. a cousin. Yeah, kind yeah. Of, if I'm not gonna say his name, he's always said, "I nah, don't get addicted. To it, don't get it." Bro, look at your age. <laughs> but the, the, the thing is, you got to think about that. Is you can get addicted. Yes, hundred. You can get addicted to anything. People get addicted to coffee for fuck's sakes. You know what? Because I that I, I am. You're addicted to coffee. You I get was, a coffee every morning. Not not every morning. I most, drink some. most mornings. Most no, mornings. No, definitely, bro. Definitely. And like, and, and that's it's expensive a, too. And it, well, okay, that's a big thing. Is people think that coffee isn't addictive, but then they look over the past month and I've spent four or five hundred dollars just on coffee every morning. Mm. That's why and, I try and make my own, but still, it's like it's not. Well, I make good. my coffees every morning because I don't want to. Why would I go spend seven bucks at a coffee shop that I've never been to? That's probably gonna make a shit ass coffee when I go home. I'll be and honest. I can make the coffee that no. I like. The the there's this one coffee shop that I've been going to for about a year and a half. Just one up the road. No, no, it's down the road. The main reason I've been going there. It's because of the chick that works there. I'm not going to lie. I mean... This but I do... Like, I've got the coffee machine, but I need more pods. But, like, a yeah. coffee is... It's so expensive and addictive. Man. Coffee's expensive. Anything now, she should get a raise because of that reason. She's bringing <laughs> in mad money. Bringing in legit. Bringing in extra people. Nah, that, that's smart. I think, like, weed... You can get addicted to anything. Weed is addictive. 100%. I wouldn't say I'm fully addicted. Nah, that's a lie. I am addicted to weed, but I've got it under moderation. I've got it under control, you know? Mm-hmm. I only smoke when I get home, once I've done all my work for the day. Whereas, there's the other part of the addiction where if I didn't have it under control, I'd be stoned off my face right now. I would, wouldn't would probably even be here, to be honest, because I wouldn't even be motivated to. Mm-hmm. But that, like, you can be addicted but still functioning, like I am. I'm addicted, but I still have my shit together in a way. Um, I'm still trying to quit, but it's just a hard task of doing. That's even like with a lot of family members and, I mean, yeah, my family, because, um, <clears throat> you know, even with alcohol, not with weed, mm. no, no one smokes weed yeah. in my family, yeah, but with alcohol, like, they won't drink throughout the day, but at night they'll have a couple of drinks with dinner. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. They know even, they'll, you know, they'll get like that slight buzz, and then, but then they know when to stop. Yeah. So I can say my family personally, like, no heat to my family. Love them with all, like, love my family to bits. But there's some people in my family who every night they'll, like, they'll have a bottle of, well, a bottle of wine. They won't have a glass of wine. They'll have a bottle of wine. Like, every night. Just a whole and I think the difference between having a glass of That's wine... That's like my dad, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. My mum my will have, like, a bottle of wine a night. Yeah. And that's, like... I've been brought up with that, but a lot of people, like, when, this is a funny thing, in primary school, a lot of kids, we were being taught about, like, substance abuse, like, how drugs are bad, and, like, alcohol's bad for you, 
And then the teacher asked around the class how how many bottles or like how many glasses of wine or beer does your parents have every night? I said to the teacher, my mum has a bottle of wine a night. And the teacher just didn't believe me. See, that's really funny. Because now that I recall, we never even had a talk about alcohol. Whenever they talked about about substance abuse, it was just like drugs, like... Drugs are bad. Like drugs are bad, like Mm. weed and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But alcohol was never in the picture. Yeah. Yeah, Because it's so normalized. Alcohol, like they would say alcohol is bad, but they wouldn't say don't do it. Like they would say don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. Drugs are like, you'll get fucked up. You'll be homeless. They'll always put all this negative stigma on drugs, which I guess is good for kids to teach them that, yes. But they'd never put a negative stigma on alcohol. They'd say, yes, alcohol is bad. But they would never say, like, don't drink alcohol. They would just say, oh, alcohol's bad. Full so stop. It's easy to get alcohol now. Fuck yeah, yeah you turn so 18, easy. you literally... Uh, I go bro. up the road two minutes and there's an alcohol store there. Supermarket right there, bro. Like. You know in Australia they don't sell alcohol in their supermarkets? Really? Yeah, because... Well, you go to certain states in, um, in Australia, obviously... But you walk into a supermarket, they just don't have them. It's the same thing with vape stores. There's no vape stores in Oz. Yeah, well, they, they have vapes. They just don't have nicotine. Wait, is there actually no vape and stores in there? They, you, you can't get them in stores. You've got to order them online. You have to get prescription. Prescri- uh, yeah, you yeah, have to get prescribed yeah. through the uh, Australian government or get them through an illegal website. That's something because I know, I'm sure there's kids that like stay out in front of a vape store. Next person that comes by, they're like, yo, can you buy this for us? Yeah. And yeah. people do it. Fully, they will. Um, that happens at Shosha as well. Yeah, I mean, with the because we have like we have a lot of homeless, and mm. like I remember as a fucking kid, bro. Like literally, yeah. when I was seventeen, I would stand just down the corner from the show show, and I'd see someone walking up. Like, oh, bro, I've just forgot my ID. Do you reckon you could go in and get like? I wouldn't even say that, bro. I'd just say, oh, I'm too, I'm too young. Can you just go get me? Like, oh, I would always bullshit because I'd like to see my beard, and I'd sometimes believe it. So I'd be right. like, oh, okay, you you look of age. I just you know, and I was just. Standing around there. Most of the time, people would do it. And that's the, the scary thing. I mean, to be fair, I mean, that was when I was like 13 or 14. Because by the time I, I was like 16 and a half, 17, I had a beard. Mm. I'll just mm. go in. Like, yeah. sometimes I get ID'd, sometimes I don't. And but, that's, that's something when I got into like the late 17 age of like, I wasn't quite 18 yet. I was still vaping, hearty as. I'd walk in the store and I'd just start vaping. And they'd just presume that they'd sold me that vape so they'd never ID'd. Yeah. And that's the weird thing about it. You can go into a vape store start chuffing away start hooning and then nine times I've seen they won't ID you because yeah. they think you've already like got the vape through the store so you've already been ID'd somehow to get mm. that vape even though sometimes you're not and see fun- funnily enough like that's what that's happens. what happens with the kids that come in like you know that they're underage they come in with a fat ass mod thinking like oh you know he's not gonna ID me I got this big ass mod yeah and then and- I end up asking me he's like Oh, do I need ID? Oh, I left like, it in the car. That, that, <laughs> do I need it? I, I always <laughs> used to, like, when that, uh, the odd time that asked me when I was, like, late 17, I'd be like, oh, yo, I just left it in the car, bro. I'm just going to go grab it. I'd yeah. run off and I'd never come back. And then they'd, like, see or, me I'm pretty sure everyone's bus. done that. Oh, see oh, you yeah. driving by. Yeah, like, see just, me just driving. Straight I'd, be straight st- I'd be stuck in and traffic. It's not, even you dri- it's not even you driving. It's like, yeah, some it's like someone, someone. You're sitting in the passenger seat, sitting there, and they, like, look over you. It's different for everyone, but yeah. I've noticed it with regular people who regularly smoke get it because a lot of my mates get this. They'll be like, "Oh, I'm hungry." Yes, they'll have a cone, and then mm. they'll be like, "Oh, I'm not hungry anymore." But it's not that they're not hungry. It's because the the psychoactive substance of THC it blocks those receptors, the hunger receptors, for a while in your brain, and then in the first hour, it's like, "Oh, okay, you got the munchies now." So for that first hour after you've had your cone, and if you're smoking cone like two or three cones an hour. 
you're never going to get hungry. You just won't eat because you're smoking those cones. Your mind's never going to go to, I need the munchies because mm-hmm. you've just been smoking consistently and you're See, trying I to reckon, get that high. I reckon weed's probably good for someone who's trying to bulk, honestly, because mm-hmm. bro, well, no, I, I, I like I can cutting's pretty good. Like yeah. how we just had Nando's, but that's another story. We've got to tell the Nando's story. Don't worry. But, I'm uh, getting the phone ready yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, even like just what I ate now, the wrap, mm. I had some chips. Yeah. If I smoke, when I get the You'll munchies, I that. will not stop eating, yeah. honestly. I will no, 100%. eat, eat, eat. I like, find it's not even... if I have a cone, wait two hours, have a cone, wait two hours, have a cone, I'll eat heaps. I'll eat consistently, I mm. won't stop. That's when I'm like, when I'm bulking, that's hella good. But at the moment, I'm trying to cut, so I've been smoking cones like back to back when I'm at home, mm. and I just won't want to eat, but that's mainly because... I'm trying to cut down my intake on food. I'm still getting my necessary proteins and my carbs and all that stuff. I'm, I'm tracking it all. But I'm making sure at this point, like, once I've hit that goal, I'll just smoke weed to the point where I'm not hungry. Because I'll, mm. like, I'll still get the hunger from smoking, but at the same time, I'll kind of smoke so much so I don't get hungry anymore. Mm-hmm. So, right. Because if I just leave it, I'll be like, oh, fuck, I'll go to the fridge and grab some chocolate and break my diet or something like that. Yeah. And that's, well, that's probably the worst thing you can do in a diet, breaking it. Yeah. I think... The last time I did a diet, only lasted like three weeks. I was on that. Like, I was on it. What diet were you doing? This was the last lockdown. You know the long-ass one? The three-months one? Yeah, well, yeah, it, well, the one like end of was three months. That was such a depressing lockdown. That was the thing, though. That was the Fortnite era? I think, I that, I was think so. that was Auckland. That was Auckland. It was just oh. Auckland. It was literally because just... I wasn't man, in Auckland at I the was time. so depressed, bro. It's not even funny. Like, really? Fuck. That was probably the most, like, low moment in my life, honestly. Why is that's that? something is that, that just because well, obviously just being at home all yeah. the time like you can't really I mean being around yeah. your family is like good to a point but we, I mean, when you're around them for three months straight it's like fuck I want to go out and hang out yeah, with mates yeah, exactly and, and the okay. fact that like obviously it's it's year 13 it's yeah. my last year of no, that, you were actually in school too so I was in school that was, actually, exact that, same was for me. that was the same year that there was there were like mad parties going on mad you know end just, of year too exactly when so when the first lockdown happened I actually really enjoyed the first lockdown I did too. I liked I, it. I really it enjoyed it because everyone yeah, was, it was kind of... Chill. It was I think yeah. it was because everyone was in the same boat. It wasn't just Auckland. It was all of New Zealand was in lockdown. So you kind of knew that, like, I'm in this boat, but all my mates are in this boat. But that when, and also, it was something new. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it was like, new, oh, I liked it because I got to connect with my mates. Didn't they say, like, it could happen again? Like, recently I heard that it might happen again. Bro, they personally, was, yeah. I think even if they did do it, no one's going to be following it. What would the point be? No one's going to be following it. There would be no point. Nah. I, um, the second lockdown I never went through, but a lot of my Auckland mates said it was really, like, depressing, because mainly the rest of the island wasn't in lockdown. It was just Auckland. And it felt like they were being punished for something that they didn't really, like, it was only a select few of Aucklanders. And while the rest of New Zealand's going out partying because they're out of lockdown and doing all drugs and partying and (laughs) hanging out with mates and all this stuff, the rest of Auckland, the majority of New Zealand is sitting here, like... Bro, I was okay. missing. I was missing going to school, even work. Bro, I was missing going to work. Go to work. Like, and like, that's the thing. When you finish year thirteen, like, I look back, I miss school. I miss like, school. Like, of the work and all the teachers and stuff. Some teachers are great, but like, I just miss going to school and like, going to that atmosphere of like seeing your friends every day. Yeah. Oh, I miss that. Bro, like even being being like a uni student now, you look back and you're just like. The stuff you used to stress about back then, it was like literally. It nothing was like the little homework, homework you got homework from school, was and just nothing. All all we used to do was just go to school every day, 
you know, hang with the homies all day. Because that was piss off the teachers. That's yeah. literally like around. Yeah. the last time. That's probably the last time you're ever actually going to do that. Like yeah. many days in a row is just when you see that's, your friends. That's the thing, right? And I mean, with with your group of boys, like with my group of boys, I'm not even close to half of them now. Yeah, because no. they're all busy. I'm not blaming them either. Like they're all busy. Yeah, their own everyone's lives. just got their own shit. But going. it, it so, kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Like you can't. Yeah. Yeah, no. Everyone's just kind of moved on, and exactly, they've just gotten older, and people are getting like married and shit. Like, yeah, in my high school, they're people getting having married kids. And stuff. Bro, oh. I know, I know people that were in my year level having kids, and I was just like, I can't even fully take care of myself right now. Oh. And How you're can you take kids. care of someone else? If you can't That's take mad. care of yourself, people can't. I mean, good on you. Like, you know, yeah, like congratulations, congratulations. You know, Fuck. if you feel like you're ready for that, that's yeah, cool. Huh. I just. But in I my like head, like, that's scary. A lot of people get into the whole mindset of, oh, I want a kid. But they don't... Or, like, some people even get into relationships not realising that... Not, like, like not even thinking about it properly, eh? Yeah, they're just like, oh, I want to be in a relationship because I want to be in a relationship. They're not thinking about the whole thing... The whole aspect of, if I can't look after myself, how can I look after someone yeah. else, you know? And that's what a lot of people don't realise. People <clears> get into relationships, they can't even look after themselves... They get a year into the relationship and they realize they're depressed because they haven't looked after themselves or they haven't looked like they haven't taken care of themselves. Yeah. And then they end up breaking up with the person and then getting more depressed because they didn't look after themselves from and the And it's beginning. even worse when the other person's in the same boat. Yeah. They can't take care of themselves and then Yeah. And you're both in the same situation where and, it's like Well and then in that situation, both people don't want to leave leave each other because they've they've been yeah. in a, a relationship for a year. And they don't want to leave each other because that would hurt them both, but they kind of have to because that's the best thing for them to make them yeah. learn self-love. And it's a big problem in this generation. No one, you're not really taught in school you need to love yourself before you love someone else. That's that, I feel like that's something You're not that taught be. a lot in school, bro. Like <laughs> Nothing's taught, nothing important in real life is actually taught in school. That's something Like, they really don't teach you about money and loans and all that. If you talk economics, they do. Oh, uh, but they, like, they, oh, take they, they touch still, on it. They touch on it. But like by the time you get into uni, oh, it's like you've missed out like, on... Yeah. Well, I feel like economics should be, for year 9, 10, 11, it should be a mandatory subject to teach yeah. kids about money, loans, debts. Because what a lot of people... Because that shit would have been helpful. What is yeah. the most common... You get the option of learning Spanish. Yeah. Bro, I, I was learning French in year 9. absolutely hated it. I had a racist teacher as well. I would have much rather taken like economics or business or whatever... Or even that. the native language, but, Te Reo Māori, that would have been a lot better. You know, why does... Oh, I mean, having, having, oh, but well, they had special programs for Māori okay. students for that. Yeah, At they our school, really... um, specifically in our school, our, for Year 9, Te Reo Māori was like a mandatory subject. And I think that was good. Wait, really? Yeah, Te Reo Māori was a mandatory in Year 9 for one term, you had to do Te Reo Māori. There were four different, like, for the four terms, you had to do four different classes. One was mm. art, one was Te Reo Māori, one was tech, and... One was Digitech or something like that. Oh, no, Drama. Drama was the last one. You, so you had, had to do Drama. You had to do all four of them. So for Year 9, you'd go through for one term each. Wait, so this is just Year 9? This is just Year 9. So it doesn't apply for Year 10 or anything like that. It was just kind of... But I feel like Te Reo Māori should have been mandatory for the whole fucking year, in my opinion. It's a native language of New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, barely, it's not really taught in school. And it's... At my primary school... Arahoi, which isn't even that far from here. Every assembly we sung the national anthem in Māori. Yeah, we did too. And I, I, I still know it off by heart. I th- I'm pretty sure that's like a, a law in New Zealand. No, that's, they don't do it at other primary schools. 
No, but oh, like wait, when you like the whole national the whole national anthem, anthem, half the first, in English, yeah, like half no, no, the whole thing. Oh no, we didn't do that. We no, at all of my schools, I'm pretty sure it's the law to sing the whole national anthem because the national anthem by law is Maori at the start and then English in the second. No, verse. I still remember it was like eh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, it's lodged in my brain because of that, which is sick. I love that. Uh, like Xavier the other day was the like second, you won't but the, be second, the second half is English though isn't it yeah I'm pretty yeah. sure and it all is. like there's different versions of the like the national anthem sung by different people but I'm pretty sure in all that, versions it's Maori first and my yeah. intermediate English. which was actually a primary and an intermediate so the assemblies had like year ones to like year eights they didn't yeah. do a national anthem actually Really? Yeah, they did. Actually, didn't. to be fair, in high school we didn't we didn't use. No, no, like, yeah. we didn't do it in high school. Uh, that's, at all. that's weird, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. In, in our assemblies in high school we did. In all my schools we did. In no, high school no. we didn't do it. No, no. my high school. Not even like assemblies. You wouldn't sing it at the start of assembly. No. No. What the fuck? We used to do um. We used to do a prayer, before before the assembly started. A, a prayer in Maori. Fuck, we didn't that's... even do that in my high school. Well, every time. every assembly would start off with the national anthem and then we'll do the school um there's a name for it not the school karakia but it was the um the school like fuckapapa or something like that and we had to kind of say like the the proper beliefs of the school um, at my um at my work at my day the day club daycare teacher every uh, morning tea lunch and afternoon tea we always get all the children together and we sing a karakia true and all the kids actually know it by heart we go Fuck up, fuck up. We just keep going. Sure. Like every, and the kids have lodged it in their brain that they actually sing along and copy. Like two-year-olds like fully singing it and clapping. Damn. I love how they do that. That's pretty cool. I like that. I yeah, We didn't used to do that. I just think that in all primary schools, Te Reo Māori should just be taught as like a language. It should just be default, you know? Like yeah. in French, oh, it's hard to explain. Like if you go into a European country, they teach French because that's their main language. Our main language before the European ancestors came was Te Reo Māori. Why isn't that still taught? Mm. It just feels a bit yeah. odd. So do you feel like it should be more of a compulsory thing rather than a, like an option? Because it is yeah. an option. Yeah, it's, so a, not, it's an option it, currently. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it should be compulsory. 100%. Because, well... I agree. No, I, yeah. I agree with you. Every other country sign does language, it, so. Sign language is like... I want to learn sign language. Sign language is cool, and it's like one of our national languages as well, but I feel like Te Reo Māori should be prioritised over sign language. Because that's yeah. like, there are a lot of people in this country who can speak Te Reo Māori fluently, but not English. Like, if I was to pick one of the two, I would rather learn sign language. But that's just a personal preference. For me, I if really... I was to choose, like, English or Te Reo Māori for the rest of my life, I'd probably choose Te Reo Māori. Honestly. Really? Yeah, fuck yeah. Because it's our native language. I'd still stick, I with, think... I'd still stick with English. I, I mean, well, English should be handy. English, English would probably help you in the long run. Just yeah, in terms yeah, of the would. rest of the world. 100% definitely. it would. I just feel if like... If your plan is to stay here, right? Mm. And if majority of the country is speaking... Like, if you take any other country, for example, like, I'm from India, obviously. Mm. If you go to India, the national language is like, is Hindi. Yeah, Hindi, you have not, people not English, You have yeah. people that speak English, right? But majority of people don't know it. Yeah. So, I, I see where you, you're coming from. Mm. But then, then again, those people in India that don't know English... There's oh there's like two things to it because they're probably never even gonna step a yeah no, outside I, I, of India. No, I understand. They're some gonna people, stay there. Some people will never get the experience to leave the country yeah, in the yeah, first exactly. place. So what's the point in learning English exactly. when you can just learn Hindi for the rest of your yeah. life? Yeah, but then those no. people that do end up coming out, they don't know English. We've got heaps of them. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. We've got heaps yeah. of them. So um, shit, yeah. that can be you know frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, can't, shit, yeah, it can be yeah. frustrating, especially if you've been in India your whole life. You only yeah. know Hindi and you want to travel. Yeah, it's very limiting if you don't know English. Yeah, because yeah. you go to you go so, to a, a Western country, you go to this foreign concept, 
you're going there for a holiday and you can't even communicate with half the people there. Sure, if yeah. you find a fellow Indian brother, you can communicate, but... See, because I, yeah, I, am, I, am I am fortunate enough to know English and Hindi and, uh, like, basics with Punjabi as well. So, are you fluent in Hindi? Yeah. Oh, sick. That's dope. I love but, that. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Even now, if I had a, if I had a choice, if I had to make a choice, I would probably stick with English. Just because it is going to help mm, me in the long mm, run. Mm. I'm going to be real. I'd actually love to learn every language. It'd be like, very difficult. Man, if that would be, 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 be possible, I'm pretty sure everyone would. Yeah, it would be mad. I want to speak Mandarin too. Yeah, Mandarin was Mandarin. the most spoken language in the fucking world. Mandarin. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I've heard Hindi before and I actually want to learn it. It sounds like cool to speak. I, I can yeah. speak Japanese fluently. Um, really? I'm, yeah. Like, really? So, Go yeah. say some. Um, Jamie Dis or... No, but don't say my name. I want you to say something like... So you say fluently, right? That means like pretty well? Yeah, pretty well. Alright, can you say... Um... Phoenix, uh, turn on the TV, please. Um, Phoenix best. Oh, Phoenix des Mu. Now say go fuck yourself. <laughs> Phoenix Bakawa. Is that Bakawa. That no, that just means Phoenix is a shithead. But yeah. Uh, well, I I didn't say that. I said go fuck yourself. I want you to say go fuck yourself. You did say you were fluent blood. I I'd rather. Okay, say, um, hey man, that curtain looks pretty dirty. Want to clean it? I don't know what curtain is, but dirty is like bucker. Bucker. So, bucker. I don't know what curtain, I, like, I know a lot of words, but curtain is like something I wouldn't really say that often. So it's like fluent, it's what, oh, I don't know if it's the same for you for Hindi, but like so, things I say more regularly, I retain. So like more complicated words like curtain or automobile or like complicated words like that are quite hard for me to remember. Um, but simpler things like. Bensuru, like, Bensuru is pencil, um, Ipetsu is apple, there's like a lot of different, uh, Aperol, uh, oh, is pen, oh, fuck, okay. Aperol is apple, Ipetsu is orange. I'm trying yes. to see if I can catch you. And isn't, card. isn't, um, apple in like, te reo, Aporo? Aporo, yeah, yeah. Aporo, so, that's, that's, cool little yeah. fact, te reo Māori in Japanese are very sing- similar, they have, yeah, yeah. um, they have the same pronunciation of vowels. Right. Um, they have the same sentence structures. They also have the same like um, dialect. So, pa pe pi po pu. That's yeah. like Japanese. You have that in Maori um, as well. So it's like two letter, like two letter, like p p e or m a. Um, you kind of put words together with like two letter words. Yeah, it's very similar to to your Maori, but right. Japanese is quite a like. I've kind of picked it up from watching a lot of anime. Sorry, but okay. Before before you know the European colonization and all mm. that. Was was um Tereo a written language as well? No. No, it wasn't. It was primarily verbal, but when the um colonizers came over to New Zealand they forced them to make it a written language so they could actually communicate with the colonizers. So do you think they took some influence from the Japanese in that time? Because if it's that similar, is it by coincidence or... I think it's genuinely by coincidence because if you look in the historical books back at that time specifically, Japan actually had their borders closed and they had had their borders closed for hundreds of years previously. And they hadn't actually opened their borders. They didn't open their borders to I think the 60s or the 80s roughly Mm. to worldwide. So no one could actually get into Japan. It was like Japan was this 
back in those times it was more of like this island in the middle of nowhere where all these fucking crazy samurai are and like if you go over there they'll fucking slice you up and when was this like what, oh, but this is back in like 1900s yeah. or the eight, like late 1800s because not many people knew about Japan there wasn't the internet you know Japan was closed off to international is this until like World War 2 because they just were after German... so after yeah. World War 2 probably about the four, uh, so between the 1960 and 1980 is when Japan opened back up again to the wide public um, but for about two, three hundred years, no one went into Japan. It was a closed down country. They wanted to keep their culture in there. They didn't want to, because at the time as well, the Japanese culture was also adapting with the Chinese culture and the Korean culture. So they wanted to close Japan off as a nation to preserve the culture and keep the language as it is and keep the Buddhism religion the way it was. So they didn't want anyone coming in. They didn't want anyone affecting it. So if you were to go in there, you'd just get fucking murdered. You'd just get killed. They, mm. they, if you weren't a nationality of a Japanese, they just you did you did you you did because they didn't want anyone in there and like they saw the outer world as infecting sorry infecting their their perfect race and um back in, well, in the sixties and eighties they opened up their border so back to the question of did it bleed into Tiramori I don't think it did because Japan was still closed at that time and not many people people knew about the country yes but they didn't know much about the culture the, the language. language the religion they didn't know much about it as a whole whereas mm. we do now because there's the internet. But you go back a hundred years, people thought it was just this weird, crazy, outlaw samurai place where people would just cut people open for no reason. People probably still think that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. There's not a there's no samurai around there. There are still samurai, but it's not like it's nowhere near like it was in the Ronin era where it was like all fucking ninjas and samurais. Yeah. And Speaking of samurai, can I just say Ghost of Tsushima is like Bro, one of my favorite games. Ghost of Tsushima, I just played, played it. Really? Is that the game you were just telling me about today? Couple, Bro, no, no, that's a different so, game. It's so fun. That's one of my favorite games of all time. What's it called? Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. Have you played it? Yeah, I played it. Well, it's a, what's I did it. Or the most what? annoying thing happened, right? I was literally, I think I was like 90, 92% through the game. And then that's when I got my PS5. Oh, and the data didn't the, transfer because yeah. it was the PS4 version. Oh. You can still transfer it over, can't you? No, nah, no, I think I don't know. I don't know what happened, bro. But my stuff got corrupted, and I got then I used the, my backup cloud stuff, oh. and I was on like I think thirty-seven percent. I was like, "There's no way I'm going through all this again." Shit. So I, I didn't I, actually finish it. So I, I to, to this time, I still don't know what happens at the end. I true. know. I know. Are you gonna play it for anytime soon? I've been thinking about it. You should. The ending's so fucking good. I like, would. It is, I, it's. I. I've spent so much time on that game. How long's the gameplay as a whole? Do you reckon storyline? Taking out like, the side quests in total, it's about twenty five yeah. hours. It's not. I long. was doing the side quests. Well, as I well. haven't even finished well, GTA well, Five yet. What? I know. Do you know the ending to GTA Five? No. Actually, I haven't finished it either. You get to choose one of the endings. Know. No, I'm fucking spoiling no, it. No, don't spoil it for me. It's been I mean, 12 no, years. Don't 12 spoil it for me. years, Phoenix. Don't actually spoil it for me. You don't, don't, be a de- don't be a dick. Don't spoil it for me. It's been out for 12 years. How do you not know? I know you, I know you choose you one of choose. them to kill, but I don't want to know how it, how it gets to that or anything. True. Either way. Thank you. It was a good episode. Yeah, yeah. It was educational. I wish it could have gone on for a bit longer. Yo, this is educational. Educational. Yeah. I was like the first ever episode where it's been like actual educational. Yeah. Mm. This is my first ever podcast, being on being on a podcast. So. I'd love to have you on again. Yeah, yeah it'll be fun. It was very short this time, but um, next time we definitely have to extend it a bit longer. Yeah, yeah. That'd be worth it. 40 minutes. That's This is like a Xavier episode, like over an hour. Yeah, 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 definitely. Sweet. Thank you for that. Thank you guys for yeah, listening. Got, Thank got, you boys we, for we, having we, me on. No, Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. We got this one outro. 
You gotta look at no, no, no. Just, just him on. Just shut up, alright. It's one outro. You gotta look at the camera. You gotta say, "Suck your mum." We make every guest say it. I, I'm telling you, Phoenix. If we get someone hella famous on, I you're not making them do that. Bro, prime minister, prime minister gets on here real quick. Just to as an outro, we get everyone. Can you imagine Jacinda on that? Just like, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like oh, if Jacinda gets nah, on, that, I'm not seeing my like little fucking minister. horse teeth just kind of. <laughs> <We actually, laughs> Roasting Justin. If we, just, we actually need to get Justin on this podcast, bro. Uh, if we do, I'm not being serious. I'm not being serious, motherfucker. I don't know about you, but we got a fucking political figure on this podcast. I'm going to take the piss. I'm, 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 I'm going to ask her straight off the bat, like, tell the audience to suck your mum. She'd just say no. She'd, deny, she'd just be like, nah. I was just like, oh, you, you know. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good week, and we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Jobless. Suck your mum. <laughs> <laughs>